Traces of the White Rose. Today, we live with the traces of those who dreamed of a brighter future. In times of upheaval and conflict, we search for traces of meaning to hold on to and stories of courage and resilience to help guide us forward. In this podcast, we're going to share a story that speaks powerfully to us today. The story of the White Rose Resistance. At its heart, five students and a professor who stood up to Nazism and paid with their lives. Through newly translated letters, diary entries and resistance pamphlets, we'll hear traces of their story in their own words. Traces that live on to this day. I'm Tom Herring, and I'm the Artistic Director of Sansara, a professional choir based in London. And I'm Dr Alexandra Lloyd. I'm a lecturer in German studies at the University of Oxford, director of the White Rose Project, and the author of Defying Hitler, a new book on the White Rose. And this podcast is the culmination of our work together, telling the story of the White Rose with new English translations by their present-day student counterparts, led by Alex. And alongside the texts, we've got a selection of beautiful and powerful choral music, which Tom recorded with Sansara for their album Traces. The White Rose was a movement that involved a wide network of young resistors, but at its core, there were five students and a professor. They were all based in the southern German city of Munich in the early 1940s, after the outbreak of the Second World War. They were Sophie Scholl, Hans Scholl, Christoph Probst, Alexander Schmorell. Professor Kurt Huber.
between them, they wrote and distributed a series of resistance pamphlets, calling on their fellow Germans to mount passive resistance against the Nazi regime. From the first pamphlet of The White Rose. Is it not so that in the present day every honourable German is ashamed of their government? And who among us can foresee the extent of the infamy that will be on us and on our children when the veil is one day lifted from our eyes and the most horrific crimes, crimes beyond all measure, come to light? Wherever you may be, mount passive resistance. 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 For me, one of the best ways to trace the story of the White Rose is to listen to their own words. You're going to hear them in English translations produced by student members of the White Rose Project at the University of Oxford in the UK. As well as excerpts from their resistance pamphlets, we're going to share insights into their private lives through previously untranslated letters and diary entries which reveal the human reality behind their political activism and their stoic defiance of Hitler's power. There are times when I dread the war and I'm on the brink of losing all hope. I don't like to think about it, but soon there won't be anything but politics. And as long as politics is this confused and evil, turning away from it would be cowardly. These texts are the traces of people who lived and risked their lives for freedom. The music you're going to hear is mainly by English and German composers, from Heinrich Schütz, writing in the 17th century, through to new pieces by Cecilia McDowell, Philip Moore and Piers Connor Kennedy. We know that the members of the White Rose were all highly creative and musical people. They sang in choirs, played instruments and went to concerts together. Professor Kurt Huber was also a musicologist and a folk song collector. So one of the key questions with the White Rose is why them? Why was it that they could see so clearly what others could not? Why did they act when others did not? One of the things I've explored in my research is how music, art and culture might have helped them to imagine a world beyond the regime in which they were living, how it might have led them to take political action. In early 1942, Sophie Scholl wrote, Music softens the heart. It orders its confusion, relaxes its tension, and creates the conditions for the work of the spirit in the soul, which had previously knocked in vain at its tightly sealed doors. Yes, quietly and peacefully, music opens the doors of the soul. And it's this idea, music creating the conditions for the work of the spirit, which links the texts of the White Rose to the choral music we're going to hear in this series. Music represents their cultural imagination and also embodies their connections to each other. Multiple voices working together to express their profound sense of responsibility to speak up and be heard. The White Rose resistors were, in many ways, regular people. They had fun with friends, they found jobs, studied at university, They fell in love, they dealt with the day-to-day difficulties life threw at them. But their courage was really remarkable. They defied the Nazi regime and called out injustice and persecution. They are equally admired by academic scholars for the same reason. 
Here is Judd Newborn, historian and co-author of the book Sophie Scholl and the White Rose. It's absolutely extraordinary that these young people, this handful of young people and Professor Huber, at a time that was the darkest and the most dangerous in German history and in any oppressive regime, and isolated, would have nonetheless found the courage to look at what the regime was about. And Rebecca Donner, author and expert on the resistance in Germany. I think the White Rose demonstrates the power of youth to fight the establishment, to fight for justice. They had integrity. They stood up for what they believed in, even when they knew the tremendous risks that faced them in doing so. Um, They demonstrated tremendous courage. We'll hear more from academics and experts on the White Rose, including Judd Newborn and Rebecca Donner, whom you just heard, in a later episode. We've split the podcast into three main parts. In part one, we're going to hear some of the first resistance pamphlets to get a sense of the huge risks the White Rose were taking by speaking out against the Nazi regime. We'll also hear a poignant series of letters and diary entries which shed light on the lives of our protagonists in the early years of the war. Part two will take us deeper into the political writings of the White Rose and the moment when everything changed. And in part three, we'll hear some deeply moving last letters to their loved ones. Join us in the next episode as we take you further into the world of the White Rose, a story of defiance, courage and love. Thank you for listening to this introductory episode of Traces of the White Rose, made with support from the Genesis Foundation Kickstart Fund, the University of Oxford's Public Engagement with Research Seed Fund, the Oxford Research Centre in the Humanities, and the Higher Education and Innovation Fund. The series is presented by Dr Alex Lloyd and Tom Herring, with production support from me, Robin Davis, and me, Maddie Morris. The translations used in this series are by student and academic members of the White Rose Project at the University of Oxford, led by me, Dr Alex Lloyd. To find out more about The White Rose and to read more of the new translations, search for my book, Defying Hitler, The White Rose Pamphlets, which was published by Bodleian Library Publishing in February 2022. The music featured in this episode included extracts from Warum ist das Licht gegeben? by Johannes Brahms, Requiem by Peter Cornelius, Abendfeier in Venedig by Clara Schumann, You can listen to the full pieces on Sansara's album Traces, available on all streaming platforms. Traces of the White Rose is a Sansara Choir production.